Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass that is on fire because I've brought Amy Porterfield to come on and chat with us today. We're going to be talking all about how to build a digital course business to generate consistent revenue while only saying yes to what truly lights you up. I mean, how amazing would that be? We'll be going behind the scenes of Amy's business to really learn some incredible things there. We'll talk about where people struggle in creating digital courses. And Amy's going to share one of her best tips about how to make live webinars hugely successful. Now, who is Amy Porterfield? Well, she's an online marketing expert and educator and the host of the podcast, Online Marketing Made Easy. Through her best-selling marketing courses, thriving social media community, and popular podcasts, Amy inspires over 250,000 online entrepreneurs. And this January 10th, Amy's going to be delivering a free live webinar to you about everything we'll be talking about today and so much more. It's going to be live. It's going to be awesome. There will be gifts and bonuses this January 10th at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. If you want to register for this completely free, awesome webinar, head over to eofire.com slash Amy. That's eofire.com slash Amy. And when we get back from thanking our sponsor, you are going to ignite Fire Nation. Fire Nation, as an entrepreneur, you know what it's like to wear many hats and feel busy all the time, but to take your business to the next level, you have to start doing things more efficiently. One way to do that, hire the right people, and ZipRecruiter can help. ZipRecruiter's powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills and experience and actively invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So Amy, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Most people don't know. Well, first of all, hello, everybody. So happy to be here. (laughs) And one thing I brag about, especially after a few glasses of wine with all my friends, is that in high school, I won the Spirit Award for the best attitude. So that's something that most people don't know about me, but I'm very proud of it. Okay, I didn't know that, but it's like the least shocking thing ever because you've always had the best attitude about basically everything. So. Well, thank you. <laughs> and Fire Nation, you obviously know Amy. She's been a multiple repeat guest on Entrepreneurs on fire. But today's special for a number of reasons because we're going to be talking about how you can build a digital course business to generate consistent revenue while only saying yes to what truly lights you up. I mean, what a dream come true. And this is what we're going to be going through here today. And Amy, we have a lot to talk about. So I just kind of want to dive right in because we're going to take as much time as possible to have you drop value bombs up on our head. So what is the difference between creating a digital course for your business and building a digital course business? Okay, I'm so excited to talk about this because I haven't gotten the opportunity to talk about the difference a lot and I'm very passionate about it. And so here's the deal. Becoming the owner of a digital course business means that you no longer are creating a course just to make some extra money in your business. So instead of that, you begin to see and treat your new digital course 
as the cornerstone of your business. Now, it becomes like the most important and profitable asset that you have. So it's one that generates revenue for you over and over and over again. And here's the greatest thing about having a digital course business. It allows you to say no to all the things that you no longer want to do. So Here's the deal. This shift means that you are fully embracing this idea of having a digital course in your business and then actually marketing it, launching it, doing webinars in order to find your audience. But you do this consistently a few times a year and the bulk of your revenue is coming from digital courses. So a lot of people that create a online core or online business, they're have about 10 different plates in the air. They're trying to get paid to speak on stage. They might have a group coaching program. They might have a digital course. They're doing services. They're doing one-on-one consulting. They're running around with their head cut off trying to make money online. And my whole thing is, let's create a digital course. Let's make a lot of money with one thing in your business and do it right so that you can eliminate some of that stress and overwhelm. Does that make sense? Makes all the sense in the world to me. And there's a few things I want to go over right now that Amy just shared, Fire Nation, that's so key. Number one, that digital course business, that's the cornerstone of your business. That is the cornerstone. And only saying yes to what you want to say yes to, I mean, imagine that, Fire Nation. Imagine a world that you live in where you can say yes to things that you want to say yes to because there's something that I've said a few times in the past few months, Fire Nation, I hope it's really sinking in right now, is that when you say yes to one thing, you may be thinking, I'm only saying yes to that one thing. No, you're saying no to everything else you could have done that is now taking up the time by that one thing you said yes to. So why not make it something that you want to say yes to? You need to have that mindset and this is what's going to allow you to do just that. So Amy, with you, one thing I love is you're transparent, you're honest, like you're just genuine about everything that you do. And I love going behind the scenes, pulling back that curtain, so to speak. So take me, take Fire Nation behind the scenes of what actu- what it actually looks like to have this digital online course business. I mean, do you just sit around in your sauna all day playing with your dog? <laughs> yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I do. How did you know? You know me so well. Okay, so this is really fun to kind of take you behind the scenes because I really do believe I have a business that looks much different than a lot of my peers. So right now, I have three digital courses. And funny enough, as I move into the new year, based on the time that we're recording this, I'm actually just going to have two. And I think the fewer you have, the better. And I have one that I launch live a few times a year, and then I'll have one on Evergreen, meaning that it's a recorded webinar that I run ads to every single day. So if if we look at my business right now, we're going from three courses down to two. But even if we just look at it where it's at now, three courses that generate money for me consistently. 90% of my revenue comes from these three courses. So if I want to speak on stage, I can get paid to speak on stage. I choose not to. I don't love to travel for business. I love to travel for pleasure and with my husband, but in my Tony Robbins days, I traveled all over the world <laughs> way too much. So I'm done with the business travel kind of thing. So I don't do that a lot. So I don't get paid to speak unless I really, really want to. I don't do one-on-one consulting. I don't work with people in terms of a service-based business or do their marketing for them. I don't do 
any of that. I make 90% of my revenue from my actual courses. And then the other 10% is if I, if I promote somebody else's course or somebody else's product like Kajabi. So it's a product, um, a course platform that I love to promote. That's all. That's all I do. Now, I keep busy because I'm constantly promoting and making my courses better and engaging with my community. But it is so amazing to know that I'm not pulled in a million directions and I'm not a jack of all trades. I do a few things really well and I keep it really streamlined. So that means when opportunities come my way, I'm really clear how I want to make money in my business. And most things I get on what Marie Forleo calls the no train. (laughs) I say no to a lot of stuff way more than I say yes. But guess what that means? That means that I have consistent revenue coming in. That means I've been able to grow my business to more multi-millions over the last few years. And it also means that I get a lot more time with my husband and my son and my dog, and I really get to call the shots. I I ventured out into this online world to create an online business because I didn't want a boss anymore. I didn't want someone telling me what to do or when to do it. And so having a digital course business allows me to be the own boss, my own boss, call the shots, and also, again, not pulled Uh, pulled in a few different directions. I think that's the one thing I really wanted to get away from. Fire Nation, one of my big takeaways here, less is more. I mean, think about these numbers that Amy is sharing. 90% of her revenue comes from these three courses, soon to be two. And guess what? She's great at all of those three things. Her team is able to become great at all of those three things because that's what their focus is. They are following that one course until success. Guess what? Her ad spend, it's not getting out of control because she's not doing 10 other things while the ads are running and nobody's paying attention to them. They know their numbers inside out because this is what they do. This is where 99-0 of her revenue comes from and she knows those numbers. So Amy, I want to cut to the chase because so many people struggle when it comes to creating digital courses. You've created three great ones that have brought you multiple millions of dollars per year. But what are some of the struggles that people have creating digital courses? Uh, One of the biggest ones that pops up is what if my idea isn't good enough? What if I spend all this time, effort and money creating a digital course and then I put it out into the world and nobody buys it? And here's the thing. Back in the day, I want to tell you a quick story. When I first came on the scene, I knew like from day one when I left Tony Robbins, I knew I wanted to create digital courses and sell them online with webinars. This was always my goal. However, I had no idea how to do it myself and I sure as heck didn't have an audience. And so in order to make money, I started doing consulting one-on-one work for social media for small businesses. And I freaking hated every minute of it. <laughs> I, I, I built a business that I absolutely did not love, but I did it for two years because I needed to make some money and I was bound and determined not to have to go back to corporate. Well, the good thing is when I was in the trenches, I learned a lot about my audience, what they needed, what they wanted and all that good stuff. And so I paid attention and I decided, okay, That's it. I'm creating my first digital course. I'm miserable doing this consulting work. I want a different type of business model. So I created my first course. It was something called like the simple social media formula. I think that was the exact title. 
And I worked my tail off to create this course. And the day I remember, like it was yesterday, I was in my bedroom. I was still working from bed like a true entrepreneur. I was in bed, typing away, putting out the email to let my audience know I had something amazing to share with them, put it out into the world. And it was crickets. I mean, crickets. And I was devastated. And the reason for that is that I didn't do any work to find my audience and nurture my audience and grow my email list. So the biggest fear most people have is what if nobody buys my course? Number one, I've already lived that experience. Nobody bought my course. Number two, it can be totally sidestepped if you just slowly and methodically start building your email list. If you put a freebie out there and Every week, you put a little time and effort and love into finding your audience and getting them to sign up for your email list. If you do a little at a time, when you're ready to finally launch your course, you will have an audience to launch too. And if you're paying attention to what they're telling you, they'll tell you what type of course they want you to create. It's that list building that you just got to make an effort and you will have an audience to market to. I didn't. And so that's why it was crickets. Fire Nation, it is so important to just recognize the fact that we are all standing upon the shoulders of giants. When I launched my podcast back in 2012, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. What did I do? I went and found a successful business podcast host, Jamie Masters of The Eventual Millionaire. I hired her. She mentored me. She actually introduced me to people like Amy and Pat and Derek Halpern. Back at the first ever conference I went, Blog World, New York City, 2012. Like It was crazy experience for me to be there and be like, wow, like I would literally just be an attendee here, but now I've invested in myself. I'm learning from Jamie. She's introducing me to people. This is so amazing. When it comes to courses and webinars, Amy's the giant here and you need to stand upon the shoulders of giants. She has proven the process. She's built a team. She's built the systems, the automations. You need to be standing upon the shoulders of giants and learning the process from those who have come before us. But Amy, even with all this, even when you know we overcome some of these fears and we're learning these things from people like yourself who've had so much success, we still kind of come down to, well, what do I actually choose for a topic that not only is going to make an impact, because impact's important, but you and I are both very, very transparent <laughs> about this. It's going to make some money too, dollar dollar right. bills. So how do we do that? What do we choose that topic? So a lot of the times when you're thinking about a topic that will resonate with your audience, make an impact and make you money, you want to start thinking about what do you know? Like, where's your expertise? Where's your knowledge? Let me give you an example. I have a star student. Her name is Anna DiGiulio. And Anna, for 23 years, was a second grade math teacher. So 23 years of her life, second grade math teacher. And she decided that she was going to take these digital, digital curriculums that she was creating for her students, and she was going to sell them to other teachers. And she just like dabbled with it a little and it worked like these teachers wanted to buy her math curriculum. And so she thought, you know what, this could actually be a business. So she became my student. She learned how to create courses and how to do webinars. And she started selling her curriculum that she was an expert. This is what she did for 23 years. She took what she knew and she decided that she was going to sell it to the people who needed it most. She's now 
move from being an, an elementary school teacher to running an online business. And here's the coolest thing ever. The girl knew nothing about marketing and she taught herself. She got these courses. Like you said, she like found the experts that could guide her and she made $10,000 on her first webinar selling her curriculum. $10,000 to a teacher is a lot of money. So right there, she's like, wait a second, I'm on to something. She kept at it. She kept at it. She has a million dollar business today by, yes, by selling what she already knew. And so when I think of Anna, who at one point, what she thought she knew was how to be a teacher, but then she kind of dug a little deeper and she's like, wait a second, I actually have something else here that's very valuable. You've got to be willing to look at what you know and then put a twist to it and really kind of think outside the box. It could be a million dollar idea. Fire Nation, let's not overcomplicate things. Yes. Take what you know, put a little twist on it, and sell it to who needs it the most. I mean, think about their struggles. What do you do? You provide the solution. I mean, we try to overcomplicate things. It just doesn't have to happen. And if you think, Fire Nation, Amy's been dropping value bombs, well, you are 100% correct. And more are coming up when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Sponsor. So Fire Nation, we're here with Ian Siegel, the CEO of ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And Ian, you spent so much time in the hiring space. What is the biggest challenge employers face today when hiring? 90% of companies say finding qualified and available candidates is their number one pain point. At ZipRecruiter, we used to say that we were going to solve the quality problem with volume. If you'd asked me a year ago, I would have said, you know, we deliver haystacks, we don't deliver needles. In the last couple of years, we've made the largest investment our company ever has in any particular piece of technology, and it's all centered around algorithms that help match your job to exactly the right candidates in market as soon as your job is posted. The experience you have on ZipRecruiter as an employer is simple. Post your job, and we will within minutes have notified all the candidates in market who are a just right fit for the opportunity that you have open, and you will see them start to apply that same day. No more posting and praying. ZipRecruiter makes it easy to find qualified candidates. Fire Nation, I hope you're tuning in here. I don't want you to struggle hiring because of too many unqualified applicants. It is such a waste of time to sift through the wrong candidates. And if there's one thing entrepreneurs can't afford, it's wasting time. This is why ZipRecruiter's matching algorithm is awesome. It saves a lot of time and a hassle because they focus on sending only qualified candidates. Here's how ZipRecruiter finds you quality candidates. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right skills, education, and experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the US and this is based on Trustpilot ratings of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews. And right now, Fire Nation, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash F-I-R-E. Ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 
So Amy, you and I, we agree on a lot of things. I mean, for number one, like you believe the best way to market and sell a digital course is with webinars. And I now have been doing webinars since 2013. I did one live webinar a week for two years straight because I believe so much in the power of webinars. But why do you think webinars are the best marketing and selling tool for courses? I love that you and I both agree that webinars are the way to go. Like they're incredibly powerful. Here's the thing. In the early days of online education, I sound so old when I say that, but (laughs) in the early days of online education, it was truly enough to simply have a great digital course. And then as the market got more crowded, there was this really what I call an unfortunate shift where it was no longer the best course that stood out, but the best marketed course. And that's the course that would win. But here's the thing. Long gone are the days where a mediocre course could be rescued by great marketing or where a great course could be overcome with mediocre marketing just by sheer hustle. So what I'm saying here is that you actually need both. You need a really good course and you need to know how to market it. Now, here's the exciting thing. If you learn how to use webinars to market your course, the coolest thing ever is those who, and this would be me back in the day, are a little squeamish to sell online. If you start to sell anything and you feel a little bit like a used car salesman or you feel like you're pushing too much, if you ever have that fear of selling online, the beauty of webinars is there's this thing that happens where you earn the right to sell. And what I mean by that is you get on this webinar and you teach and you add value and you answer questions that your audience truly is wondering and needing to know. So you give on a webinar so that you then earn the right to say, look, if this was valuable and you want to know how to do it, because a webinar typically is the what and what you're selling them, the course is the how. So if you say, if you really find this valuable and you want to know how to do it, join me inside my course. And it becomes the most natural conversation. Take it from a girl who definitely was always afraid to sell online. Webinars allowed me to give and add value so that I could invite people very organically into my course. And there is no better way to do it. I have done hundreds of webinars and I've actually done and other marketing strategies to get people into my course. And I always come back to the fact that a webinar will connect you with your audience. It will allow you to feel comfortable as you teach, allows you to give value. And then of course, allows you to ease into selling people what they came for, what they need and what they want. Fire Nation, a little recap. Back in the day, it wasn't always the best course that stood out. It was the best marketed course. I love how you put that. And that is just no longer the case. You need to both be the best course and best marketed course. And we're telling you, one of the best, if not the best way to market your course is through webinars. Now, a lot of people, Amy, they want to say, you know what, I'm going to just record that one perfect webinar and then I'm going to put it up on a website that I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to wake up in the morning and all the sales <laughs> are going to be there. And guess what? They happened while I slept and I wasn't even there live. So any mistakes I made, I edited it out. You know, I mean, that can work and you do evergreen great. I do evergreen great. But we both also believe in this as well. Live webinars win. In fact, I live by one sentence and I've said this so many times. Sales happen on live webinars, period, end of story. So talk about this because some people cringe, Amy, at the thought of live webinars. Why do you think live is so important? 
Oh my gosh, I'm so glad we're talking about this. I feel very strongly that you must experience live webinars. And you're right, JLD, it's all about the live webinars and how they definitely bring in more sales than Evergreen. Like hands down, 100%, we both do both. And so saying that really means something. Yeah. So here's the deal. Based on doing hundreds of live webinars and running a business that has been fueled by Evergreen webinars as well, I would say I know a thing or two about live versus evergreen in this whole debate. And I know firsthand that if you skip the live webinars and move right into evergreen, you're leaving money on the table. A lot of money, in fact. Live webinars allow you to become a highly skilled marketer in your business. If you genuinely care about doing marketing right, you've got to step up to the plate and first do them live. So, When you create and execute live webinars, you're able to improve on the entire launch process in real time. And you experiment over and over again until you get it just right. So with live webinars, your audience is right there with you along the way. This gives you an opportunity to see how they engage with you and how they're engaging with your marketing message. And this kind of stuff, that is like amazing intel. I say it's always priceless to get that real-time feedback. So in addition to that, your audience's live feedback allows you to make necessary changes in the moment while it still counts. So these tweaks and these changes and small shifts that you make actually result in higher conversions. But I think the biggest thing about live webinars versus evergreen is the fact that when you are there with them live, the trust factor is considerably higher on live webinars versus evergreen. So that heightened trust makes selling a whole lot easier. And as I mentioned earlier, live webinars almost always generate more revenue than evergreen. So if you're looking to boost your revenue in the new year, if you're looking to play a bigger game, if you go right to evergreen, like I said, you're not going to experience making shifts in the moment, learning what your audience wants, being able to increase the conversions literally within the minute versus letting weeks go by. So trust me on this one. Do several live webinars when you're selling your digital course. And after you've done several of them, you'll know what works and what doesn't work. And at that point, I highly recommend you turn that on evergreen. But don't do it until you've done your live webinars. Fire Nation, little recap, sales happen on live webinars. Take it from Amy, take it from me. It's legit. As she mentioned, the trust factor is just so much higher. People feel included because I know Amy does the same thing. I've been on plenty of her live webinars. We're like, oh, Sarah's coming at us from Toledo. Oh, it's Pat from San Diego. It's Greg from Denver. Like We're able to call these people out that are there. They feel like they're included. They're part of the group, part of the tribe, and that just increases the trust. And another huge thing. And this is why both Amy and I do these live Q&As at the end because people have barriers. And guess what? It might just be one small barrier that they have. And they're going to ask you that question. And you remove that barrier, that's the sale. And they're in. And then guess what? That makes you better because you're understanding what barriers people are having. So maybe you go back and improve your webinar to remove those barriers during the webinar. So when you do turn it evergreen, that barrier is removed. It makes your course better because you can improve the course as a result of that as well because you're understanding your target market so much better. So Amy, you have so many tips that of course you teach in your webinar course, but give us one of your best. I mean, Fire Nation loves you. Let's get it. 
Okay. So I'm actually going to cheat and give you two. My first tip is is something that I, I used to be against and something that I would say, oh, you don't really need it, but times are a changing. <laughs> so I believe with a live webinar, you should turn on your video camera in the beginning and then during the live Q&A at the end. I do it. Now, okay, do you do it too? Totally. I totally, okay, I bring them inside the studio. I like give them a quick little tour around. You know, I don't even try to make it professional. I'm like, look at like, I haven't even cleaned up my desk area over here yet. <laughs> Perfect. So that's exactly what they want. They want the behind the scenes. They want the real, they want the gritty. And so for those of you who hate the idea of turning on your video camera, here's something that's going to ease your mind. I actually don't believe that you should keep that video camera on the whole time during the webinar. I think it will decrease your sales in many cases. I think it's distracting when you create a really beautiful slide deck and you're teaching and you're punctuating your point with your slides and you're on video. Sometimes it's distracting. So all you really need to do is turn that video on in the beginning, say hello to everybody, introduce yourself, get the party going. You can turn the video camera off and just focus on delivering impeccable content. When you get to the live Q&A, turn that camera back on. They need to see you. It ups the trust factor. It gives them that sense of connection with you. And here's my second tip. The live Q&A is where the money's made. The people that are still there asking questions or just listening in are on the fence. They are genuinely considering paying for your course. So I always say, as long as the questions are good that are coming in, you stay on that Q&A as long as you need to stay there. I've done a Q&A that lasted a full hour. If wow. people were asking great questions, I'm staying till the very end. That live Q&A that lasted an hour generated 20,000 more dollars that I could have literally left on the table if I said, okay, I said we were going to stay here for an hour. I'm wrapping up. I'll see you guys later. So do what you need to do if your audience is engaged. One more tip. I can't help myself. But (laughs) if you're just starting out with webinars and you're saying, okay, Amy, I might have 20 people on my webinar. What if I go into live Q&A and nobody asks a question? I always, no matter even if I have a thousand people on my webinar, I always designate two to three questions related to my course that I know people are going to have, whether they ask it or not, I know they're going to be thinking of it. One question might be, okay, me, if I buy your course, what other tools or resources do I need to buy to make your course work? This is something they're thinking about before they actually invest. So what I say is, okay, guys, we're going to open up the live Q&A. Before we get started, let me answer some questions that always pop up. First, blah, blah, blah. So I start just answering questions that weren't even asked just to get the ball rolling and get people warmed up to feel comfortable enough to ask me a question. There's no pause. There's no awkwardness. I go right into it. So give yourself two or three questions already written out and just start with those. So there's a couple things I want to recap. And then there's one thing I want to share, Amy, that I actually learned from you that we haven't talked about yet. Just something really brief. Yeah, it was pretty important too. So number one, Fire Nation, have the video on at the beginning and just say hello. Look the camera in the eye. Welcome people into your home, into your room. Show them around if you have like a detachable camera like I do. Just make that happen. And then of course, during the live Q&A, just kind of bring people again back in. Let them know you're answering their questions. Use their name as much as possible and have... 
two to three standard questions to kind of get things rolling. Something that I did learn as well is that, you know, there's going to be a chat that's involved with a lot of webinars and the chat's going to be going off. Actually, people are going to be asking questions. You always want to have a moderator in the chat that's on your team. So of course, for me, it's Kate. You know, for Amy, she has a lot of wonderful people on her team that are moderating the chat, you know, taking care of business. A mistake that people make, a lot of people when they first start doing webinars is they try to deliver their webinars and they peek over at the chat while they're doing the webinar. And it can be a disaster. You want to talk about that? Oh, it could be a huge disaster because it takes you out of your focus. Like you're on your game, you're delivering, you look over and then all, all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, someone has a question or they're confused or da, da, da. And right away you're out of your groove out of it. And you may never get back in. And it's live, Fire Nation. This is live. And you just want to be in your groove. So speaking of live webinars, we're going to, you know, go a little off script here because we're at the end of our chat today. Of course, we dropped a ton of value bombs. But you know, this is only a 30 minute podcast episode. So there's so much more that I want to share with you that of course, Amy wants to share with you. And Amy, believe it or not, I know it's crazy to believe, but it's the beginning of 2019. I mean, 2019 is off. It is running. And you have an amazing live webinar that you're going to be putting on for incredible people. And I want to make sure that my audience, Fire Nation, attends this live webinar. So Fire Nation, just so you know, if you want to sign up for this live webinar, you're heading to eofire.com slash Amy. In the outro, I'll have more details about the dates and the exact times and all of that jazz, but eofire.com slash Amy, you can head over there, sign up for this completely free, awesome webinar. Amy, talk to us about why you're doing this webinar, what's going to be on the webinar and why we should go. Okay. So I'm going to take you behind the scenes with me and show you truly like in the weeds, the details, the specifics of what it takes to create a digital course business. But here's my promise to you. In this free webinar, I'm going to show you how you can make what I call the ultimate shift from struggling to make money online, feeling stretched too thin because you're doing too much and feeling uncertain about what you should be doing to make your business profitable to owning a thriving digital course business. So by the end of our time together, you're going to discover exactly what it takes to create the kind of business that you literally are generating revenue over and over again without spinning all those crazy plates. Where else in the world would you want to be, Fire Nation? I mean, hello, right? come, on. come on now. I mean, Netflix, no. Movies, no. <laughs> Baseball game, heck no. We're going to be at this live webinar. Amy's going to give you a shout out. She's going to give me a shout out because we're going to be there. We're going to be engaging in the chat and then she's going to get down to business and she's going to focus, get into her groove and drop value bombs. So do not miss this completely free, amazing live webinar. So Amy, before we say goodbye today, let me turn the mic over to you. Share anything you want to share with Fire Nation, maybe one final call to action, and then we'll let you go. So first of all, thanks guys for listening in. I always love to talk about course creation and doing webinars and all this cool stuff that you get to do in your business. One of the things as we move into this new year, I want you to think about what JLD said in the very beginning, less is more. You don't need to pile on a million projects and hustle your buns off till you're so tired you can't even get out of bed in order to make your online business work. You can choose a few core projects and do them really well and do them over and over again in order to generate eight 
crazy profitable business. So just know that I think JLD and my own business, perfect examples of that. And I'd love to talk to you more about that on the free webinar. Plus, one thing I'll add to that is webinars are my thing. That is how I've generated a multi-million dollar business. So if you just want to see how I put together my webinars, how I present the content, all that good stuff, then come on over because I'm very intentional about it all. So I'd love to share that with you as well. I'm glad you brought up that last point because finally, Nation, this is going back to what I said about standing upon the shoulders of giants. I've had people that have no desire and they'll never launch a podcast, but they just don't want to. It's their prerogative, their desire, and that's great for them. That's fine. That's their decision. But they've come and they've watched five, seven, ten of my live webinars because they're studying how I deliver the content, how I engage, what my pitch looks like, how I answer questions. Yes. All of these things are going to be what makes you win when you launch your thing. So Fire Nation, just remember, you're the average of the five people who you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with AP and JLD. So keep up the heat. And of course, like I said in the outro, we'll have all the details about the time and the date available for this completely free live webinar that Amy's going to just absolutely crush. But head over to EOFire dot com slash Amy secure your spot and Amy I just want to thank you for sharing this incredible story and journey and all your knowledge and value bonds the fire nation so for that we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side and Fire Nation, I hope you enjoyed that incredible episode with Amy Porterfield. She truly is one of a kind. And I really hope that you join us on a custom live webinar January 10th at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern time. So wherever you are in the world, come and join us live on this free webinar. Because as Amy and I talked about during the episode, there's so much power in live. She's going to give you a shout out. She's going to answer any questions you have. There's going to be special bonuses and gifts for people that attend live. So come and join us this January 10th at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. We truly look forward to seeing you there. All you need to do is visit eofire.com slash Amy eofire.com slash Amy. That's going to get you over to the registration page. And I really look forward to seeing you there, Fire Nation. And I'll catch you on the flip side. You know what's not smart? Spending a ton of time searching job boards that overwhelm you with so many candidates who aren't even qualified for the job you posted. Luckily, there's a smarter way to hire at ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology finds the right people for you and actively invites them to apply. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the US. That's based on hiring sites on Trustpilot with over 1,000 reviews. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter. Recruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.